Party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Braithers Show here at the Mothership Studio 22. Dolly's in the floor uh, just <laughs> tearing everything up. It's a good day. It's a good day. Uh, unless you love Is this it? country <laughs> and uh, you, you want this thing to go better than what it's going because oh. right now it's going straight to hell in a handbasket. Folks have no idea what's being created, especially once these uh, elections are certified in the state of Georgia. If Raphael, come here, dog. <laughs> if Raphael Warnock and uh, Ossoff have won in Georgia, they're screwed. How are you? Happy New Year, Hot Happy News, New Natalie. Year. I'm. I was itching to get back. Were I'm you? really happy to be back. Yeah. Yeah, you're out of your mm-hmm. mansion. Um, we moved into our new house. Yeah, you, it's uh, uh, yes. a mansion. We, it's a what? mansion, Lisa Page. It's just a cabin on a hill right Have now. You exactly. Seen it? A, I'm going again tomorrow. I've seen before, and now I'm going to see after. Yeah. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Look at this dog down here. So yep. cute. Dolly making her studio debut. She's so small that people can't even see her in the screen right there. Look at her. But Twitter bird. Twitter bird. She got Twitter bird. Uh-huh. I'm going to get uh, Herbert the silent deer down in a little while and just let her oh, know on Oh, she's going to lose her mind. <laughs> she will Puppet lose her Master mind. Master Mark's over there with Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians. Giving her Twitter bird was a bad mistake because now Twitter bird's singing the whole time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe the audio isn't picking down. it up. Maybe our audio isn't picking oh, it no, up. Oh, no. I'm sure it's picking it up. You know why? Because the Puppet Master Mark is a perfectionist. <laughs> And he makes sure that everything in here is crystal clear. No, and we're quality. unidirectional. Yeah, I can hear no. it in my ear. Yeah. Yeah. You, oh, okay. Oh, trust me, it can be heard. <laughs> so the music you're hearing is is basically an episode of Snow White right here. We got birds singing. We got dogs growling. Yep. It's awesome. But I'm okay. I just think I wanted a day to just chill and hang out with you. I know. And, and just talk about this. Just forget the world. And all of its sorrows. Whew. Yeah. That was hard to wake up to this morning. That's pretty bad. And, you know, I hate being right, but I called it. Yeah. I called it. I, I did over and over again. And people get mad at me. Like, that. you think that we're going to get into this today because we were talking about this before we got started. Nobody wants to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to live in la-la land. And I'm so sick of the Twitter conservatives who were on there every day saying, oh, Donald Trump's going to be president. It's going to happen. God told me. God told me this and God told me that. This prophetic thing. You make yourself look like a fool and you make your faith look foolish because God hasn't told you anything like that. He mm-hmm. just hasn't. So I, you look at stuff, you interpret reality, and you go on with it. it you stay in the fight, but at the same time, you, you, I mean, the handwriting was on the wall. Lisa, handwriting was on the wall. So I'm now fasting we're and I'm praying today. Are you? Yes. I've already broken the fast, but I'm going to continue to pray. <laughs> <laughs> hey, every little bit counts. <sighs> Party foul, are you fasting? <laughs> no, I ain't fasting shit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't believe in it. Look at this dog right here. I got to show everybody. Hang on one second. Yeah, second. get her on up on camera. That cutie. She's going to growl. we're going to do is we're going to throw Twitter bird away and uh, throw it over there on Allie Stuckey's set. Look at this sweet baby, Mark. Aww. Look at this dog right here. So cute. Oh, Dolly, you're such a sweet baby. Everybody's convinced that Willie's buried in the backyard. <laughs> that Willie's no longer with us or something. She's just a puppy, and she's full of energy, aren't you? Yeah. Tell everybody hello. Oh. Yeah. So, so cute. Willie's, Willie's alive and well, everybody. I think Dolly rules well. the roost at your house, though. Huh? 
Uh, Dolly rules the roost at your house. And Dolly's sure. in control. Trust me. Mm-hmm. She has. She thinks she's five feet tall. I mean, she really has that blue healer. People ask, what is she? She's an Australian cattle dog or a blue healer. Mm-hmm. And everybody thinks that, uh, you know, she's some kind of sweet little docile thing. <laughs> As you have found out, she will draw the blood. At your party, she was docile, but there's a lot going on. There's a lot happening, yeah. A lot she was going a on. I just saw her a few days ago, and she was a lot more chill. Now she's wired for speed. You gave her catnip. Yeah, and Glenn, <laughs> as soon as I walked in the studio today, Glenn Beck, he, he said... Um, Apparently on on his radio show this morning, he said that he was going to need an emotional support dog for his live show tonight. <laughs> and I and everybody kept saying, "Ooh, you need Chad's dog. You need Chad's dog." And sure enough, here uh, we are. I walked in and Glenn goes, "Can I have your dog at eight tonight?" <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll run her right over, Glenn. It's hard to say no to Beck, but no, Glenn. <laughs> I got a life, man. I got stuff to do. Hey, y'all, if you enjoy wine as much as I do, look at this. Uh, There it is. You need to try some of that extreme altitude Malbec wine from Argentina. Uh, It's a healthier wine, actually. They make it up in these remote vineyards at 9,000 feet, and they're miles from civilization. Uh, And the result is an inky red wine. You look into the glass, it's seriously like looking into your soul, people. This is good Mm. stuff. I mean, good stuff. I wish you'd drink wine. Yeah, I smell it. Yeah, you smell it. (laughs) Healthier, as I said, than other wines. Ten times more longevity-boosting resveratrol and 90% less sugar. No dyes, no flavor, no additives. Best part, it's the flavor. Blackberry, leather, smoke, and a little dark cherry. So I want you guys to go over to CowboyWines.com. You're going to find a Malbec from the third highest vineyard in the world, 8,950 feet. That's a long way up. Um no inflated prices. You're getting top quality foreign wine for about half the price. Plus, for my listeners and viewers, you're going to get 50% off shipping today. Just head over to CowboyWines.com. Go to CowboyWines.com. Hang tight. We're going to encourage you today. You know, you can kind of see the trends across the country with what's going on in different states, and there's no question about it. America is a divided country. We are we are divided right down the middle. I mean, it's amazing that you have a runoff like you did between <laughs> Ossoff and, and um, uh, David Perdue there in Georgia, and they still haven't certified that one. They can't because it's just too close. I mean, mm-hmm. you're talking about a 50-50 split, and that's the way it is all the way across the country, right? Yeah. I mean, when you look at the population centers, they tend to be blue. Um, and, you know, the rest of the country tends to lean a little more conservative. What do we do about this, Steve? What do we do? <laughs> it, it's really kind of hard because those uh, those areas you're talking about, those blue areas, are so dependent on the government for everything in their life, from transportation to uh, their food on their table. I mean, every aspect of it. You know, out there in, you know, America – you got everybody they 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 don't want that they don't want a handout they want to work and provide for their own family and so and that's half the country so half and half Hmm. mayor uh betsy price of fort worth announced yesterday that she was not going to run for a sixth term she's she's the longest sitting mayor in fort worth's history uh she's a personal friend and uh she's a strong lady she's done a good job in my opinion 
But I was reading some of the comments on social media uh, at that headline, and people were saying it's time for new leadership anyway because we need someone that reflects a changing demographic in Fort Worth. Which, of course, Dallas and Austin and San Antonio and Houston have historically voted blue. Fort Worth, Tarrant County, has always voted red. In the 2018 Senate election between uh, Robert Francis O'Rourke and Ted Cruz, mm-hmm. uh, they voted blue for the first time in the city in the county's history. Right. Okay. Uh, they voted blue in the presidential election. So it's no question about it. The place that's called Cowtown, the place which is kind of held on to a heritage of the old Western, um, you know, notoriety that it's, that it's had for hundreds of years, um, is, is blue. Mm-hmm. And, and the state's starting to get real purple. And, which, and we're talking about Texas here. Yeah. And oh, they'll it's do purple. Away, they'll do away with the cattle drives in Fort Worth. You know, they do that. The farting cows right down Fort Worth. <laughs> <laughs> You're out. Sorry. Yeah. You're yep. Gone. yep. You know, I mean, this is still every public street in Fort Worth. It's still legal. You can ride a horse. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this just that's just kind of a callback to a, a heritage that's going away. Um, and that has nothing to do necessarily with conservative or liberal politics. But you're right. I, and listen, liberalism to me, in my opinion, people say, why are you a conservative? To me, liberalism is cancer. It it destroys everything it touches because at the end of the day, the essence of the problem is man. People are the problem. If you give people too much free reign, they're going to mess things up. You look at this coronavirus and the shutdowns. You give these, these mayors and these governors too much power, they become dictators. We've seen that example over and over and over again. That's what's happened. They have too much. There's too much, there's too much power given to them. There's no checks and balances. There, there's no conservatism to it. There's nobody saying, nope, you got to pull back. Uh, there's no accountability. They can go out and do whatever they want to do. They can claim it's in your best interest because mm-hmm. whether it is or it isn't, it's not going to affect them, right? So you look at gov- communities that have the highest rates of, let's say, welfare dependence, government handouts, food stamps, those things, those are not prosperous communities, and they never will be. They never have been, and they never will be. And you can give them all the stimulus. You can give them all the money. You can give them all the rewards that you want to give them. It will never bring them out of won't poverty. Matter. It, it won't because, matter. Because poverty is a spiritual mindset. It is an emotional, spiritual mindset. You don't. I can talk to people. Who, who maybe they have money, but they're still poor in spirit. And the reason they are is because they have a poverty mindset. Mm. Never enough. It's, it's the Silas Marner uh, complex where you just you got to dig your gold up every night and run your fingers through it uh, just to make sure it's still there because you just think, you know, then you put it back in the ground. It's a mm. poverty mindset. Mm. And, and no matter what happens, there's always going to be. You give them all the Obama phones or whatever you want to say, but you give them a million dollars and they're still going to be dirt poor in a year. It's a sad thing. Liberalism enables that type of mentality. It enables that. You give somebody a free education in college, they will never value it. Correct. They will not. You do not value what you do not invest in, period. You give somebody free health care, they will abuse it. 
They will abuse it. And ultimately, the system you talk about. I mean, let's look at right now. Um, I forget where it was. Kyle and I were driving in. And I was listening to the news. And it was talking about one uh, hospital that's gotten over over capacity now. And they keep talking about all these hospitals at capacity. Well, first of all, hospitals are supposed to operate at about 95% capacity because that's how they make their money. Uh, so don't believe the jargon. But when you start talking about healthcare system getting flooded with people and patients and, and needs and those kind of things with coronavirus, think about you give somebody free health care and now they can run to the doctor for just anything they want to run to if they can get the appointment. I was going to say, they won't be running to the doctor. No. It's going to be a wait. Because it's going to be a flooded system and it takes away the incentive of any doctor, any doctor to do a good job. Ask Canada. Yep. Well, and there are going to be these dumbasses out there who want to say, oh, Canada's got a great health care system. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Y'all are crazy. Not at all. You're crazy. Doctors. OK, so so let's let me break down what I just gave you. This is liberalism. This, this mm-hmm. is a, this is just a, 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 a symptom of liberalism. So I'm going to go to a doctor who got a free education that he doesn't value. <laughs> now, that's his bachelor's degree. Then he so so he didn't value that. So he had to go on to medical school after getting basically a piece of crap bachelor's degree mm-hmm. now he goes to medical school but does he really want to invest all that money because he can't really use capitalism as an incentive anymore to go out and do what doctors do and that is what as we think they just make all the money well they don't have that capacity anymore because now we've removed that from them because in this new free health care system uh and i say that facetiously when i say free because nothing's free you have a doctor who doesn't really want to go in and do the long hours, doesn't want to do the surgeries at 6 a.m. Why? Mm -hmm. Why? There's no incentive to get more surgeries done in a day. There's no incentive to get this thing done expediently because I'm not going to make any more money from it. He may not even have the skill set because he graduated. Well, he tried really hard and he got the trophy because he tried really hard. He may not, you know, be competent, but why not just let's pass him. He tried. Yeah. So let that guy operate on you. And and history, don't even get me started on hit what liberalism does to history. Mm. Going to revise it, going to retell it, going to rewrite it, going to tear down the statues. You know this whole statue thing. I'm just revisiting a lot of last year that was going on with that stuff and some of the stuff here recently. Was that you know, just last year? <laughs> Golly, it's been. Well, I mean they they. They just took down the, you know, they got the Washington, D.C. Uh, statue of, of Abraham Lincoln and the slave that's getting up off of his knees because he's emancipating the slave. And then they have a replica of that, I think, in New York. I think it's New York. And, and they just removed that, took it out. These statues, first of all, that one is a great statue. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a very empowering statue, especially for the black community. The but they don't realize that because they've rewritten history. It's just like I read the article last week that said Abraham Lincoln uh, had white privilege because he didn't really want to do anything for the blacks or something of that nature, and so or for the slaves. That's the kind of revisionist history that's just bullshit. So you start removing these statues, you forget your history. When you forget your history, you're doomed to repeat it. Now yep. we say those things all the time. But it will repeat itself because let me go back to where I started this segment. The heart of the issue is the heart of man. It is wicked. It is desperately wicked. 
You know, it, it we we find the most vile things to do to each other. We find the most wicked things to do to each other. But then we slap a Band-Aid on it and think that we're causing or creating a solution when really we're exacerbating the problem. So, in other words, we think that, well, you know, here's how we get rid of um, sexual assault, sexual harassment, rape culture, any uh, toxicity in, in masculinity. Here's how we get rid of all those things. We just start changing genders mm-hmm. or we change pronouns or we just redefine what a man and a woman is. Those kind of things. We get rid of the traditions. All that does is make it all worse. Because what we do is we take it to an extreme where now it's these people, the revisionists and the the rewriters and the redefiners are the ones who are in charge. And guess what? There's nobody to keep them accountable. There's nobody to hold them back. And so now I was watching ESPN the other day, and here's this sports commentator that's on there. He's watching. He's talking about football. And behind him, there's books, right? And in his bookshelves and stuff, strategically placed, there was stuff about, uh, there was books about slavery. There was books by, like, you know, these these black activists and stuff. And I'm like, come on, dude. This dude was white, white, white. And he said, you're going to tell me you're reading all these woke books back here behind you. And you got them stacked. Like, you want to just strategically place these black power books behind you for your TV interview. You're an asshole. That's what you are. Yeah, there's that virtue signaling again. Yep. You're an Absolutely. asshole. Yep. And that's the thing. Nobody wants to tell the truth anymore. Nobody wants to call things as they are. They don't want to do it. Scared. It's well, tired. If they want to tear down statues and stuff like that. They need to go back over to Greece, tear down all those statues. Then they go to the pyramids, tear they, all those down. All built by slaves. They want to. Probably on the way. They yeah. want to. Yeah. On the way. They'd do it if they could. Man, have you noticed that your uh, hair isn't looking as full as it used to? Losing your hair sucks. Uh, So I want to talk about some options. You can go to your doctor for a hair loss treatment prescription, then go to the pharmacy and try not to go broke just to avoid going bald, or you can try keeps from the comfort of your lazy boy. You'll get the same doctor-recommended FDA-approved hair loss treatment, but keeps offers the generic versions for about half the cost. And one more thing you're going to love about keeps, it's all online. You just answer a few questions. Snap a few pics of your hair, and a licensed doctor will review your info and recommend the right hair loss treatment for you. Then it's shipped directly to your door. Why make unnecessary trips to the doctor and the drugstore when you can do it all from home? Let me get you started with a special deal. Go to Keeps, K-E-E-P-S dot com slash loss for 50% off your first order of Keeps hair loss treatments. That's Keeps dot com slash loss. Keeps dot com slash loss. Be right back. And today's the day uh, when Congress votes to certify the um, Electoral College vote count today. So there's going to be those who object to it. Um, You know, Rob Eno said something profound on Monday's episode of The News and Why It Matters, uh, which, by the way, tune in tonight. If you haven't seen it, go back and watch it. Uh, Sarah Gonzalez is back. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm on it. So the – but Rob Eno made the comment. He said – Republicans lost the election, the presidential election, on the Sunday after Election Day because by then they just had they had nothing to fight back with. Mm-hmm. They kept talking about having evidence and all this stuff, but they never truly presented anything. They had no plan to fight. That's why 
I've said over and over again, people who ask me in private, they're like, what do you think is going to happen? Stu said it. Stu sat right there in that chair, and he said the same thing. And people got pissed watching this show. People got pissed because how dare he say that? Well, how dare he tell the truth? But he's not wrong. A man's right. I've been right about it. On January 20th, Joe Biden, barring some aneurysm, or on on January 7th, maybe tomorrow after the Electoral College votes. Look, the Capitol building lights are going to be on late tonight because mm-hmm. they're going to have some objections and they're going to have to go through it all. And you can get mad at me or whatever. Uh, don't don't throw don't throw water on the fire alarm thinking you're doing some good. I'm just I'm just the messenger here. I'm I can if you listen, we'll tell you what to do in the meantime. It doesn't mean we've quit fighting and we've quit all that stuff. But Maybe tomorrow they start digging up all this stuff on Hunter Biden and it becomes a 25th Amendment deal where they can get Joe Biden out of there and Kamala Harris in and whatever they choose to do. I I just don't think that Joe Biden ultimately is the plan. But if everything stays the way it is right now, then Joe Biden becomes the 46th president of the United States on January 20th. Okay, Now, that's not good news for America. No. And whether whether you voted for Joe Biden, if you think, I mean, anybody that sits there and looks and thinks that these people are good for America, you're, you're crazy and you cannot provide a single reason why. Now, we got a flawed system. The system has become flawed. It's become corrupt. You know, we, we keep wanting these, the government to fix our problems without us realizing that our problem is, is the, government. the government. And so... We got to get to back to a place where we begin to demand. So, so the fight is now: how do we not overturn this election? How do we make sure that this shit doesn't happen again? One of the things, for instance, is we have to start hammering, hammering, hammering the fact that we need one election day where people show up and vote in person. Absentee or mail-in ballots are only used for the elderly, those who are truly our military, folks who are overseas. But we absolutely have to hammer that we have one election day, not not three weeks of election Mm -hmm. and, and not months of trying to figure it all out. We sat here in this studio and we said back in uh in October, we said, do you think that we'll know who the president is on November 3rd? We all said, nope. Right. Do we think we'll know who it is on December 3rd? Nope. Right? That, that's what happened. We were right on those kind of things. I, I, feel like, I feel like a political pundit right now. I was right. I told you. Well, we are I've, prophets. I've never been wrong. <laughs> I feel like December 3rd you did know. Well, yeah. You did. I knew what was going to happen. Yeah. I knew what was going to happen. So we, those are the kind of things. Now we have to fight to fix a corrupt system. We either fix it or we overthrow it. And that's mm. where we are. We're at 1776. This, yes. We're at that level. You know, it's like the meme says, George Washington and his homies, homies would be stacking bodies by now. It's a fact. They would. I mean, they just wouldn't put up with this. This is tyranny. This is not freedom. We're not conserving shit. Bring ammo. <laughs> and I'm telling you, man, I don't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat. You're all the problem. Hmm. All of you. All of you are the problems. 
these politicians that have been in Washington, D.C. all this time, sitting up there like little God players, they are a thorn in the side of the average American. I mean, 100%. You had, you had, you had that bill the other day where they wanted to put the stimulus thing, 5,090 pages? The Constitution, four pages long. Constitution of the United States, four pages long. They had to write something. And then they, pat, they tried voted to pass it and never read it. Hmm. These idiots are the ones that are messing up our lives. I said to Stu this morning, you know, I can't imagine being a Republican senator and now you're dealing with... The, the Dems again. Absolutely. And he said, it doesn't matter to them. It doesn't matter to Tom Cruise it does, or Ted Cruz. Mm. It doesn't matter to any of the Republicans because they're still rich. They're still going to have their money. Their lives don't change. It's our lives, the American people, that will be punished for this. Their lives are still cushy. They still have their security. Mm. None of that. They're making lots of money. None of this is affecting the politicians. But it's affecting America, and we're all going to pay the price. So I'm, you know, I hope that everybody that voted for Biden and was for this big fat movement, I hope you guys appreciate the next at least two years. Mm-hmm. You better wait to see what's coming because Choke y'all on. voted for it. Choke on it. Get ready. <laughs> yeah. It's ready. WWE. Yep. They come in there, they fight in the ring, and then they get in the same limo and go eat at the same exactly. steakhouse together. Yep. Because mm. their rules, the rules don't apply to them. You know, everybody else is locked down, mandated. You can't do anything. Can't go to small businesses. But it's cool if I'm a politician. I can go out. I can get my hair done. That's you know, right. fancy dinners. Nero plays his fiddle while Rome burns. I mm-hmm. mean, that's that's just the that's they don't care. Mm-hmm. They don't care. We only had one, you know, one person that stood up against everything and mm-hmm. fought both sides, and that was Donald Trump. Yeah. Uh, Republicans weren't prepared. We've said it several times. They weren't prepared for him to win the election to begin with. Right. They had no health care stuff in, in place. And I guarantee you right now they still don't. Oh, and they never wanted to support him from the very beginning. No backbone. I'm, I'm embarrassed. I, I don't want to be a part of any party. It's disgusting. There's no backbone for, for the I Republicans. Heard no DJ TJ this morning right. going off on, on his, in his uh, live cast, just calling out Republicans. Yeah. yeah. He was they like, what, what have you become? Yeah. You yeah. have no backbone. And None. then he started cussing a lot. It was great. He just said <laughs> bullshit once or twice. Yeah. Because that's what it is. Yeah. Well, it's, it's you know, oh, did you oh, wake up? Is oh, it time to move around now? Stretch! Oh, oh, stretch it out, girl. Get it. Oh. Okay. Stretch it out. <laughs> that's, that's, one man can't do it by himself. He's got to have that, you know, entire party behind him. Well, mm-hmm. hats off to Donald Trump. He did, he's done some things that were wrong. He said some things that were wrong. I give it to him. But the, the issue has never been Donald Trump. The issue has been what Trump represented. A a non-politician who came in there and didn't give a crap what the media had to say. And the media fought against him for four years. They basically campaigned for the left for yes. four years. Yep. And these little pinheads like Lindsey Graham, you know, and these Republicans, Lindsey Graham, he was on the John McCain train. He didn't want Trump. He didn't like Trump. But then they started seeing how the average guy out there loved Trump. And they jumped on that Trump train. And, they, and John McCain died. And then it became, it, they saw how they could get political power 
by pretending to support Donald Trump. They didn't support Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. They didn't support him. That's a, including our own governor of the state of Texas. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. sad. And you, look at, you look at a lot of these guys that are out there that are just, I mean, they're weak. Yeah, they're all big disappointments. Yeah. They just played along. They drank the Kool-Aid. They wanted to keep their, you know, six-figure job, put on a good face and tried to act like they're very good actors. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. the left is recruiting the celebrities, which is a powerhouse in uh-huh. itself because they're registering people at their concerts. Amen. Yep. And dumping so much money into the Georgia, Georgia election coming from all over. When are we going to stop that? That kind of money that comes in from other states mm-hmm. and other cities and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, I personally believe that you shouldn't be able to do that. Uh-huh. You shouldn't be able to have money from other states influencing state elections. Uh, if, if the money that's raised for mm-hmm. the state of Georgia should come from the state of Georgia. Mm-hmm. Same, Amen. Same for everyone. A woman. A woman. A woman. And from the Hebrew to the Shebrew. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's yep. right. Hang tight. We'll be right back. Iran is uh, really trying to get back in this game. See, they they smell O'Biden 2.0. Uh, they O'Biden. O'Biden. They smell <laughs> Obama 2.0. I call him O'Biden. You should call him O'Biden. Yeah, yeah. because that's what's going to happen. Um, just so much, so much Obama influence mm-hmm. in this whole thing. You want to know who the the real puppet master on the left is? It's it's Barack Obama. Right. And mm-hmm. his cronies. And, and, and there's puppet strings on his black ass, too. Mm-hmm. Or half white ass. I don't know. But either way, Iran is wanting those, you know, some more billions in pallets of cash. They know they can extort that from, you know, anybody that's got the Obama influence. And, um, and we won't know about it. Probably not. The there's, not look, look at all the stuff either. we didn't know about that was it's, going on under the Obama administration. Yeah. And what we can do as a you know superpower of the world, go pussyfooting around all these other nations, bowing to them and doing what they want. That's exactly what. Well, they're they're pumping up they're their uranium to, to production to twenty percent. They're not supposed to be over three and a half percent. So that's that's nuclear bomb capability. That's getting on that level right there. They've already said that they want to, uh, you know, avenge the death of Soleimani. They've said they want to put an assassination attempt, or they want to assassinate Trump for that, and uh, play spot number three, Mark. We are flying a plane into the Capitol Wednesday. Soleimani will be avenged. So computerized, digitized voice there says we're going to fly a plane into the Capitol on Wednesday. So, you know, you get things like that, you hear things like that, these are just weird times we're living in. And typically they don't announce when they're going to do something like that or even attempt something. To try I'm sorry, it. is that a digitally changed yeah. voice? Is that somebody's voice that was digitally enhanced? No, it's it's there's one of those that you type it, in, type it into and a it computer was, okay. and it, the computer says okay. it. Yeah. So I'm like, I didn't hear so any accent I, I, regardless. I, truly, I, I really think Biden and them will be apologizing for that assassination. They, mm-hmm. they are apologizers. Obama bowed down to all of them. Um, and let me show you another thing that really pisses me off. You, you, you folks on the right are just as bad as folks on the left in many cases. 
with your tactics that you try to use. Play um, play number one, Mark. How you doing? Put your mask on. Don't tell me what to do. Please put your mask on. It's, it's required by law in the circle. I'm standing six feet away. I'm sorry. It's required in the Okay, circle. I'll tell you what, because you know what? I'm going to go ahead and do it because I'm going to have a chat with you. Why aren't you supporting President Trump? I do support uh, the things President Trump does that I think I agree with. You're not supporting him. I'm sorry. I do agree with many of the things he uh, is for, and I support those things. Are you going to support him in the uh, the not fraudulent not vote system? The election? No, I'm not. Why not? I'm sorry, can you say that again? Uh, it's a long uh, story, but the, we have a constitution. The constitutional process is clear. I'll follow the constitution, and I'll explain all that when we meet in Congress. Well, you haven't supported him, and you didn't even support him in the election. No, I did not. Why? Uh, for reasons I explained at the time. You were voted in as a conservative to represent the conservative constituents, period. That's, actually, that's not how the Constitution works. It is. You're voted in to represent us. You work for us. Am I wrong? I work for the people of Utah. And exactly. Of and I am from Utah. Yes, well, but you're not the only one. I voted. I know. There's a lot of people that didn't oh, vote for you. We'll make sure of that one. You admit it. You know it. You know it's well, coming. Well, they didn't want you in there anyway. So to be honest with you, I wouldn't be surprised if it, if you weren't even if you weren't even voted in legally. Trump is a juggernaut. Your legacy is nothing. You're a joke. Absolute joke. It's disgusting shame. So it doesn't matter who Mitt Romney is. First of all, he's a pinhead, right? I get that. And <laughs> you walk up to somebody, put your mask on. Oh, my God. I mean, you, you want to just reach out and pull his off and just let it snap back on his <laughs> he did face. That, that was a defense mechanism because he knew what was about to happen. He could sure. see the anger in her gait. Yeah. I don't have a problem with you approaching or conversing with an elected official sure. right? that does it that's not the issue it's the tax or anybody not whether they're elected officials or not that doesn't matter it doesn't make them any more special than anybody else that's a bestowed authority but it's the it's the method that people used when they approach people and it's like you you're going to go be con you're you're being harassing is what mm -hmm. you're being so don't be that way. I don't like Mitt Romney. I don't agree with Mitt Romney. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to say what I was going to say. It say wasn't it. really it, conversational. It was it, more of well, a bunch of accusations just thrown out. She didn't say anything that was not true. Sure. He, he right. didn't support Trump. Yeah. No, and he admits that. But you can't. Talk about Maxine Waters encouraging people to harass. You can't. You can't condemn her for saying true. go out and harass conservatives or trump supporters or people in the trump administration and then go out and harass people okay but this is where it, if it's somebody of your same party you should be able to call them out call them out non-conservative call things. them out but you're a joke you're a traitor right. Right. and I mean, you this, can't expect them to actually engage with you when you you use that tactic that i mean approach. what did she hope to, what did she expect she wanted to get trending on twitter is exactly right. what she wanted to do that was her whole intention it worked mm. She, she had no agenda other than she wanted to get her little pound of flesh. Uh-huh. Right? That's what she wanted to do. Play uh, clip number two, Mark. Let know what we think! Traitor! 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 
it's never us. That may not be the proper time and place, but that's probably the mutual feelings of most conservatives in Utah. I'm sure it probably is. But that's what you would expect from a first grade class that yeah. didn't get there. You know, and again, mm-hmm. here's here's my issue with those things, because I'm, I'm the one who said just a little while ago, say maybe time to start overthrowing some things, yep. which will get a lot stronger than you screaming traitor on a plane. <laughs> the issue that I have, you're messing up by putting that dog up there. I'm telling you, she is going to start growling. The, she doesn't like to be held well, up. She's not happy about what you're talking about. I know. <laughs> she's. Uh, but anyway, it's when the cell phones come out. Yeah. It's when the cell phones yes. come out. Yeah. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. You can't. You don't fight revolutions with your cell phones out, so you can you're get on social action. media. Right. That's why you have it out because they want to document it. They want yep. to get trending. They, that's right. What they want. And they want to have their moment of virtue signaling yeah. and grandstanding. And here, everybody, just retweet and get me trending. Yeah. yeah. It is 2021, and that's what people do. Well, that is true. No, it is I true. mean, it's part of our culture. I understand. Yes. That's what they do. But yeah. the reason why they're doing it is for that very reason. That's the motivation. You know, my thing is, you know, if you want to call him a traitor, call him a traitor. Um, but he, when somebody comes back there and punches you in the mouth, mm-hmm. I bet that cell phone's. Yeah, <laughs> where, where's your cell phone then? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the progressives, they'll get on to their own people for not being progressive enough. We should be, as conservatives, get on our people for not being conservative enough. Well, it's too late for that. Well, I mean, we don't, we're yeah, not conservative. We're nothing. Just, no. They're all wussies. Yeah. Oh, it makes me tired, Natalie. Well, at least they had some balls. Well, they got some I balls. I mean, there's and I know there are people who's watching this. They're, they'll disagree with me. Like, oh, hey, you definitely should have called him out. They definitely should have called him out. Okay. Yeah, I just, I, I mean, I have no problem with them calling him out. That's not my point. My issue is when it turns into harassment, don't harass somebody and then condemn others for harassing you. Mm-hmm. I mean, if y'all want to go at it, let's go at it. I mean, if that's if we're just going to throw out all civility, and just have additive. I mean, and I know, I know how people come at me. They're going to say, "Oh, civility's gone." I'm done. Well, they, look, I've got, I'm on record saying I don't want your unity. I don't want any of it. Uh, sorry, they didn't, th- they didn't throw anything at him. They stayed six feet away. Now, I think the <laughs> stuff on the airplane might have been a little, little much because then you start affecting other people. Mm-hmm. But yeah. at that moment, six feet away, having a conversation. Can we put I don't want your effing unity on a t-shirt? I think we should. I don't want your effing unity. But just don't say effing. That's so sweet. Leave it out. You can say freaking. Yeah. Be right back. Flipping. Well, this has been encouraging, just like you promised. I know. <laughs> Especially if they fly Mitt Romney's plane into the Capitol on Wednesday. Jeez. Isn't that terrible? It's horrible. <laughs> that would be horrible if that were to happen. No, seriously. I mean, it, we're living in, it's going to be some strange times coming up here. That's what I wanted to ask you about. What do you think is next? You're going to have a spineless, non-existent president in okay. Joe Biden. Where's Joe Biden? Where is he? I it's mean, in a basement in New Hampshire. Is anybody here? Vermont or wherever. He's trying to find his dentures. He lost them somewhere. Chicklet. Has anybody, I mean, has anybody heard anything from Joe Biden, really, of any substance that's... Have we ever? I know. Have we ever? I mean... So that's, you know, 
that that would be and i was i kind of had this monologue rant idea in my head and i said no i just i want people to remember if you take anything away from this you're the one that's in control you the people of america are the ones that are in control now where we where it gets sticky is we're so divided we're so divided and i mean we are polarizingly so um, we're at opposite ends of the spectrum. And some people could make the argument that maybe Donald Trump exacerbated that. Maybe Donald Trump was, you know, but I think we were already divided. They, you know, a Trump comes along and just exposes what's already there. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing Joe Biden is going to be used for is to put the dirt back over the, the exposed mm-hmm. corpse, Right. Because the soul of America is dead in many ways. It, it's, it's necrotic. Mm. Um, uh, it's decaying in some ways. And we got to get back to a point where we have a sense of patriotism. We have a sense of um, um, drive and, for, and a love for our heritage and our foundations. And it's hard to do that when you protest your anthem, when you burn your flag, when you stomp on your documents, those things which have made us foundationally and pridefully Americans, when you don't want to put America first, when you want globalization, those type of things, uh, when you start bringing us down, the spirit and the morale of a nation comes down as well. Half this country is perfectly fine with that. The other half is livid and, and seething with rage over it because they're so pissed off. So you're the one that's in control. We've got to start fighting now. Donald Trump was not prepared for what happened November 3rd. Just like Hillary Clinton wasn't prepared for what happened in 2016. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump wasn't prepared. He was not prepared to, make the, to have to do this fight. But here we are in the middle of it. And it, ultimately, it's going to come down to the people. Anyway, I, I love bet, y'all. I bet there's a lot of investigations that are fixed to be closed. We'll Anything see. that Donald Trump opened up will be closed, and we won't hear any more. You think he'll tell, right think he'll tell all the secrets? I hope so. He's going to yeah. come out and be like, "Screw it. it! Here's everything. There Burn are the aliens." Tell all the book will be dropping soon. Yeah. Watch. Oh, he'll make another billion dollars. Right, exactly. Oh. Love it. Donnie T ain't got to worry about money. Oh no. no, he's off to Mar-a-Lago after the twentieth. Yeah. Peace. It's it's a it's a sad day for America, mm-hmm. and and losing these Senate seats if they if they lose them in Georgia. Uh, we can say it tongue in cheek, but but in all honesty, we're screwed. We're going to be screwed. Um, Joe Biden be packing the courts. It's going to get ugly. Mm. So I hope folks are. I hope patriots are unapologetic, and I hope they're ready to fight. And uh, yeah, we're going to be. So we think right now, at least with all these shutdowns, we're going to be in Tomball, Texas, on uh, Thursday night, and we're going to be in Conroe Friday night. Go to watchchad.com. That's where all the fun stuff is. We love you. God bless you. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. Bye.